Welcome back to the Tough Block Podcast. It's your boy Monix. Boy DJ. And we have a special guest today, my guy here, Tolu. How you doing, hey, man? How are you, brother? Glad you're on this podcast with thank us. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, yeah, I appreciate, appreciate you that. coming on, man. Thank you, DJ. Oh, yeah. Known him for, for a couple years. And actually, my first time actually seeing you was at a one of your competitions over here, actually. Um, what's up, brother? Um, <laughs> hey, what's up, brother? Uh, where was it at? It was like that basketball. Oh, Dula Gymnasium? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that's Dula. Yeah, that was dope, bro. That match. Actually, James James competed in that one, too. I think so, yeah. 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 I was the rupture showroom. Yes, sir. Editing out. Yes, I'm sorry I messed up the. I don't know how that guy did that. Good to see you, brother. How are you? Good to see you. All right, so we took a quick break there. Our guy James came through, but man, thank you again for coming on, bro. Thank you guys for having me. Appreciate it. So tell us, want to start off from the the beginning, man? Tell us a little about your background. Where 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 you come from? I was born in Nigeria. I uh, moved to Atlanta when I was nine years old. Oh, and yeah. Spent 10 years in Atlanta. And then I got a job as a traveling salesman uh, right out of college. Uh, and then I did that for four years. Traveled the U.S., kind of like got to see like the world, you know, yeah. right. for a 19 year old. And that's it was dope. pretty cool. And then after that, I decided that, um, like, I was tired of Utah. That's where I was living in between, like, traveling. So uh, it was snowing one day. I saw, like, five accidents on the freeway, dude. Oh, and I was yes. like, dude. This isn't for me. So <laughs> I looked at the map and I'm like, what's close to Utah? And I saw Vegas and I was like, that's it. So been here ever since. Damn, that's cool. Yeah, Thanks, bro. What part? What part are you talking about? Uh, like men, right in the heart of Mormon country, like Provo, Orem. Oh, okay. okay. You know what right. I mean? Now she still lives in St. George. So. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah? Shout out to all my family out in uh, West Valley, too. Oh, for here sure. Yeah, Jordan. West Valley. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I used to live around there. Yeah, yeah. That's dope. So what did you, what year did you come to to Vegas? Uh, twenty sixteen. Oh wow! Yeah, four years ago now. Dang. So four years. So you're still fresh out here. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Cool. no idea, bro. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, I joined like uh, started jujitsu at like the end of twenty sixteen. So like right when I moved here is like when I started like coming here and doing jujitsu and stuff like that. Too, okay. So. Okay. Well, what got you into jujitsu? Um. Honestly, I saw Anderson Silver like it wasn't even jujitsu; it was just a UFC fight. Right. It was against James something. It's this jacked up guy. Anderson went up to two hundred five, and he was like this skinny guy, you know. And I was like, oh my gosh, he's gonna get murdered, you know. <laughs> and sixteen seconds in, the dude throws a leg kick. Anderson catches it, just boom, pops James in the face. Oh, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. And after that, Sandman. I was watching. I watched that. Yeah, the Sandman. I watched that, and I just like I couldn't like get that out of my like. It made such an impression on me. Uh, so I started wrestling in high school, and then after that I stopped doing jujitsu for a while, um, in between like the jobs and stuff. And then I landed up in Utah, and I looked up like jujitsu gyms, and it turns out I was like five miles away from the pit, uh, mm. the pit, um, Orem. So that's where uh, it's like a branch of John Hackman and like uh, Chuck Liddell and everything. Okay. So oh, yeah. That's what started me in jujitsu, and then when I moved here, I joined Gracie, and yeah, Gracie family. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so when was when was M- when did MMA come into play? Um, actually, so I joined jiu-jitsu, I joined the, it was an MMA gym, mm-hmm. and I really didn't, like, enjoy jiu-jitsu. I thought it was kind of boring, you know, like, <laughs> I, I was just like, oh, look, those guys just rolling on the ground, you know, <laughs> they just learn technique, and at the end of the class, like, rolling's always fun, everyone loves rolling, but I thought, like, technique was just a snooze, just because I, like, didn't know anything. Right. Um, but then I started doing striking, and I just loved that, you know, and... I remember I got done with like one strike in class and I went up to my coach I'm like, so when am I fighting? <laughs> <laughs> After your first class? <laughs> yeah, so he just looked at me like, come on, man. 
Um, but I, I uh, picked up like my first MMA fight six months since like training. I wasn't, I never wasn't ready. I lost that one, but then I won my next two fights. So. Yeah. Dope. Yeah. That's dope, bro. So, when you were back in Nigeria, did you, was there any like MMA influences back there, or no, or not no? at all? There was like there was boxing, definitely boxing sure. was big, but it was really mainly soccer. Mm, like, right. Even now, like all my family is into soccer, they have like no idea about MMA. Like, <laughs> Out of is big, everyone like in Africa loves MMA, but sure. like I was like. I don't know, like, back in 2016, 2015, I remember doing it, and I was like, man, I would really love to, like, take jiu-jitsu back to, like, Nigeria, you know, that'd be cool, you know? Yeah, yeah. super yeah. dope. That's actually a dream of ours, we were trying to do the same thing back in yeah. Samoa, Heck Samoa. Yeah. Take yeah. a little school there or something. That'd be sick, dude. Back to the motherland. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, um, when you came to Vegas, you came by yourself? Uh, I moved out here with, like, an ex-girlfriend of mine. Okay. Actually. So, okay. yeah, we were just like, let's go check out Utah, Vegas, so... Unfortunately, it didn't work out, and I should move back, but, you know, it happened for the best, because I'm here now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's dope. You planted your roots here now? Definitely, yeah. I was going to actually, like, thinking about it before quarantine and stuff, moving, mm-hmm. but I just, I love Vegas, you know what I mean? There's yeah. something, like, special about the city. I was just about to ask you that, because especially at 19, you were able to travel, yeah. being a traveling agent yeah. and all that, like, why would you want to plant? But yeah. since you found a home, you know, yeah. that, that's yeah. good as well. Out of all the places I've been to... I feel like it's Austin and then it's Vegas as far as like the coolest cities to live you know what I mean like it's just like Austin's like it's own little special thing Uh, but like as far as just like regular cities like Vegas is such a like anomaly you know Mm -hmm. like there is no city but there's like a strip there's no downtown but there is right. like you know right. whole, you can drive through the whole city in 20 minutes but right. like you know like it's but it's, it's still big it's yeah. still big yeah, yeah it's, it's a small like, city but big city exactly feel. that's why that's yeah. that's how San, San Antonio is and that's why I also like love about San Antonio you know like you that's feel like cool. you're in such a big city but it's everyone's so friendly everyone's so nice and like if you guys live here long enough you know everyone like even if you right. don't know yeah, them, yeah that's, you know, true. Right. that's true that's true <laughs> that's for sure for sure yeah, that's true. Um, so tell me, if uh, everybody go follow Tolu on, on his social media. You want to give out your social media account? Uh, my personal page is Tolu BJJ. Uh, that's just like for jiu-jitsu stuff. And my uh, film page is tap.films, T-A-P dot films. And this guy, amazing eye, amazing with the camera, bro. For sure. I, for I want to sure. know, uh, what got you into it? Uh, jiu-jitsu, funny enough. Really? Yeah. Really? I was at the SIJJF Worlds, and back then, I still do it. I work the tournaments just, like, because then, like, you break even, basically. You don't mm-hmm. have to pay for their tournament if you work it. And uh, I usually work, like, the desk or, like, the points, the court. And that day was my lucky day because they were like, hey, we have too many people. Do you want to do media? And I was like, yeah, definitely. <laughs> so they had me in, like, this little camcorder. They're like, okay, just record all the black belt matches. And I was like, really? That's it? They're like, yeah. So I know jiu-jitsu, like, I know, like, when someone's, like, setting something up, or I know, like, when to move it, or when to anticipate, like, movement, and when, like, to zoom in and zoom out. Mm-hmm. So I was just, like, messing around, you know? And the lady comes up after a couple of hours. She's like, wow, you're really good at this. And I'm like, really? She's like, yeah. She's like, your footage is, like, the best out of all these people. And I'm like, really? And then, then like, kind of dawned on me. I was like, I should really, like, record me. Like, before, I would just, like, oh, cool, time to compete, and I would go compete. And I'm like, oh, really wish I, like, recorded that. And mm-hmm. after that, I'm like, I'm going to start recording and then just got me into this rabbit hole of like okay I need to record my matches but the footage looks terrible so how can I make the footage look better and like what camera should I get and like you know what I mean mm-hmm. and yeah it's crazy how jiu-jitsu kind of like make this happen the, yeah that's yeah. dope that is so dope so and now this guy is selling prints all that kind of stuff man so what, what made you uh, transition to start selling your work too um I feel like 
I just love it so much that I it's so crazy because honestly like uh, I would pay to do this like you know I would pay someone to just be like hey like let me make a video for you you know what I mean <laughs> so like I don't know once people start offering me like hey can you make a video for me and it's like it's like a struggle as an artist like do I do I feel like I deserve to be paid for this you know what I mean because you love it so much you want to do it for free and like yeah, I hate like not like when you go like meet up with a client or with someone and then like they don't love what you do because it's like an extension of yourself. You know? right. Sure. Right. So it's like I take that I'm probably like way too sensitive, but I get in my feels when someone doesn't like like my work, you know, I'm just like, oh like, you know, do they not like me? Do they like you know? So it's like that even line between like how much should I charge for my work? Like am I like trying to take advantage of this person? Am I charging too much or like what I perceive as too much? Or, like, is my work actually, like, worth this, you know? But, For like, sure. I feel like we all forget, like, no matter what we do, like, the journey took us to get there, you know? Absolutely. So. Absolutely. But, but, see, I, I, think, I think it's a beautiful thing that you do get in your feelings. Yeah. Just because that just shows the passion that you do have for, for your yeah. work. Yeah. Like, even even with us, um, with how many people have helped us and, and they've just been gracious enough, it just it's just been inspiring for us to see how oh my... I have better words for this. <laughs> the edible might have hit. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. Hey, no, so but, we're off over. But no, it's it's no, it's just great seeing people passionate about their work. And if you could make a living off of it, why not? You know. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm Especially with, I mean, photography is really an art, man. I for mean, sure. even even what Christian's doing behind the camera for us, man, it's really an art. So. Art is really just perceived by the person who's willing to pay for it. You Amen. know what I'm saying? Definitely. Trust me, I have a camera and my work is nowhere near you. Oh, dude, that's, <laughs> that's the thing is, like, you have to stop comparing yourself to other people. True. Mm -hmm. It's just Very like jiu-jitsu. You just try to be better than who you were yesterday, you know? For sure. Yeah. Always trying to be learning something new every day and just trying to, like, outgrow yourself, you know? That's right. where I've made my, like, most advances in, like, camera and stuff. Is like, okay, like, let's get off YouTube and stop watching all the fancy stuff and comparing myself to that. Like, what can I do? Like, what's one thing I can learn today to make make my work better, you know? Mm -hmm. That's how I approach it, too. I'm like, I'm just going to work on one technique today. And, like, if I don't get it, I don't get it. Like, it's right. okay, but, like, at least I tried. And I sure. try to make it work, you know? Because that's how you're going to grow is through that, like, uneasy and that unknown space. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, man. That's that's actually really well put. And it's funny that you that you said you started... Um, filming and stuff like that uh, from jiu-jitsu because I actually heard from a uh forgot who but in this in this last competition you did I heard you were in the matches jumped off and started yeah, filming that's, that's <laughs> right. yeah. Crazy. Yeah, that's right. yeah it was fun it was crazy so I had to like film the matches and I had it being there too so as soon as they would call my name like I didn't even warm up I would just hand off the camera to my buddy and I would like jump around for a little bit go in and then as soon as I was doing I would like throw my jacket back on and like go back to filming so yeah. it was cool because I was like watching my opponents and I was like basically like I'm like oh like this is their game this Scouting game. them. So I was basically scouting them. That's it was fun. Up. Didn't help me because I lost in the, in the semis or in the quarterfinals. But <laughs> you, you got far though. Yeah, I won one match and I uh, lost one, but I lost to a very talented Alan Sanchez. Yeah, He's a ten pound black belt out of San Mateo. So yeah, yeah. Possibly. Well, I mean, considering how what, what competition was that for you? And, like, uh, how many competitions did you compete in before that? Ah, uh, man, it kind of like all it's a blur. This is probably like jujitsu wise. I don't know, like maybe like my fifteenth or twentieth competition, I think. Maybe I, I don't keep track. I just like you know. Right, you do yeah. compete a lot. That, yeah, that's cool though. Yeah, that's dope. 
Yeah, I wish this guy would compete more, man. I'm trying to get him to compete. Those fees are expensive, bro. It is. It is. It's so fun. And it's too, like, it's so funny because, like, when you come, like, in the gym and you do jiu-jitsu for fun, Mm -hmm. like, you feel so great and there's no pressure, right? Mm -hmm. It's the same thing as, like, when you're doing art for fun, like, there's no pressure. But then once people someone's like, oh, I'm going to pay you now, you're like, uh, do I even know what I'm doing? Like, you know what I mean? Or once you have to pay into it, it's like you're just like you're you're your own greatest enemy. You know, like self doubt is such a fucking bitch. You know, like yeah. like you're like, do I even know how to do jujitsu? Like, like do I like you go in and you lock up with the person? And you're like, shit. Like, <laughs> like you know, it's like just a, it's a Bing button game. You know, like mm-hmm. you just you have to beat yourself. Even even with this podcast, man. Like when we when we put certain things out, it's like. Go and look at the views, and it's who, who's uh, listened to it so far, downloaded it. Yeah. And it's Bro, just like, I, I had to stop looking at all of those just for the same reason why you said exactly. Start yeah. getting your feels, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, not only that, it's like because personally, I you know you have you have a lot of friends, and then when you see like a smaller number, you're like, oh, wait, man, come I'm on, like, man, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, I thought the love was real, but you know, people do get busy. You know, yeah, so the true. podcast is kind of hard to yeah, hour long shows, you know. Yeah, yeah, you know, you kind of gotta get at yourself out of that head to have yourself grow, like you said. For sure, um, Gary Vee says that it's not about like, like a year or two years or three years. It's like the ten year game, like you know, it's like mm-hmm. the long term game. Like this, like your podcast right now blew up because people like you're smiling and be like, whoa, what? I want to like see what they did when they started out. And right. They'll go back and leave listen and like the early ones, you know. Yeah, yeah for sure. Definitely. That's when I started listening to podcasts, man. That was my favorite with Joe Rogan because he just has a freaking library, oh my bro. Gosh, so you can just use library, man. Yeah. Spend yeah. freaking get years lost. just catching yeah. up. Get lost. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Andrew Schultz says that it's like you when you do get found, you need to be ready. Like you need to have sure. stuff. Like you know, if people if you blow up and like people like you're like oh he only has like one podcast. Like you lose people really quick. But then like if you like click on one YouTube or one of your YouTube videos, it's like oh he has so much more. Like that's subscribe. True. Like you know what I mean? Right. That's how. That's how you're gonna get them. You gotta have sure. a catalog. Yeah, you gotta have like a catalog of work, you know. Mm-hmm. You gotta pay your dues. And that's the same with photography, right? When they yeah. come and look at your work, if they wanna hire you, they, they you have a catalog with all your work before, right? Basically, yeah, yeah. definitely, definitely. I mean, technically, with jujitsu too, depending on your competitions, yeah, how many people you compete against, who you actually. Oh yeah, it's so funny because like, yeah. like you lose to somebody, like, and they like turns out like years later like they're world champion you're like oh shit like uh-huh. maybe I'm not as terrible as I thought like you know what I mean maybe I am just like right there this guy is just like you know like I'm neck and neck with this dude like you know like sure. I remember one of like my arch nemesis I joke about this guy all the time <laughs> his name is Tenian Dal Prowl actually in that same tournament where the lady was like oh you're good at this when I was recording mm-hmm. uh, he went up and it was like the world he went up and won and I had him in like the semifinals and like he hit me with like a deal like he was sweet and I beat it like and he had Guy Mendes in his corner like I didn't I'm a coach coaching in Portuguese like you hit on me one time and I got up like you know and I was like ha you know what I mean and I got too low, comfortable you hitting me only the second time goes to full amount and then eventually gets me like a reverse triangle or something but like it was like with a minute left you know what I mean and I was like dude I went like neck and neck with that guy you know and if I just not done that like wrong mistake who knows like how that match would have gone you know yeah. and now this guy's like you know like the brown belt like you know right. like so it's like like the level between like the elite and like just like the everyday casuals and anything it's really not that much you know what mm-hmm. i mean it's just like who's just willing to like grind more you know who's going to be there in like four years or five years for sure you know? yeah right. well what's crazy about that too is you could have been his inspiration 
And maybe or, yeah. oh this guy took me to my very last minute yeah. and I had a you know and yeah. I probably drove him to, to, to get, get better. to World Champions yeah, you know? I've never seen it like that yeah. you know? that's awesome yeah. that's amazing yeah yeah. cause like the finals match you finished them in like two minutes you know and I was just like come on man like you know? <laughs> <laughs> for sure cause yeah. same thing with, like you were saying with this podcast cause everything with quarantine and everything a lot of people have had a lot more time to create so I've seen so many podcasts start up since the beginning of quarantine, but little by little, each one start falling out. Yeah, and we we started this from before, so just I I, I would sometimes measure ours like our numbers or or just like how many times we do post or how many episodes we would do compared to other podcasts that just started up, and kind of measure it from there, and it kind of seeing them some of these other podcasts start building and growing. It kind of lights a fire into me. It does. Like, we have to start does. doing stuff. We oh have to start doing stuff. Um, my buddy, actually, funny story. Shout out to, um, shoot, am I going to forget his name right now? <laughs> yeah, I hate um, that. I'm the I worst. Do all the time. I, I, do, I do this thing where I remember people's Instagram's name and I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> there has to be like a condition for that. It's like the modern 2020, like, you know. But my buddy from high school, um, we kind of wrestled together. He kind of wrestled, kind of didn't. Um, I started fighting MMA. My first MMA fight, he commented on my pictures. Like, dude, you're fighting MMA. That's my dream. And then I've commented, follow your dreams, right? And now this dude started training jujitsu after that. He's like one of the baddest poker belts in like Atlanta. Like, you know, what oh I mean? shit. He just won like a thousand dollars for this purple belt invitational. Like, he just like is he does gi and he's just like IBJJF tournament. Baron Bull is the back. Choke him out. Baron Bull is it. And like, I honestly like he would fuck me up in fucking the key. You know what I Damn. mean? Like, no gi. That got you though. That's like it's insane. Like he like I can't believe like you saw my post and he's like, oh dude, I've always wanted to do that. And now he's like one of the fucking best like in Atlanta dude that dude is awesome. awesome you know it's like yeah, it's amazing yeah. it's like you never know who you're gonna inspire or exactly. vice versa you know who's right. gonna inspire cause like when I went on a break and I wasn't doing jujitsu uh, when I moved here to Vegas I saw his page and I saw him winning all this shit and I was like oh hell no like, <laughs> oh hell no I'm like, catch <laughs> yeah I'm like I gotta get, get back in it yeah so, for sure it's amazing that's a great point yeah, yeah. that's definitely true and, uh, and, and also there's levels to this shit too right cause it's like experience especially with jujitsu when you compete man it, it, like experience is such a huge thing bro so cause uh, I remember one uh, it was uh, American Nationals yeah and uh, you hit this crazy ass the fight arm bar yeah the flying arm bar <laughs> oh my god we were all like totally just hit that <laughs> <laughs> then I stepped on the mat and lost it 45 seconds <laughs> oh so, you were at that yeah he was yeah. there bro. oh man yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. So it's really levels to this shit, man. It and really is. Experience is a huge key, man. For sure. Oh, yeah. Huge key. Yeah, definitely. Especially in this podcast. And I bet even in ph- photography, too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, like, it's just, you're going to always have something that doesn't go your way. Like, it's just like, I tell myself this, but then, like, I can't take my own advice. Like, you know, <laughs> like, in anything, like, creative, like, you're going to face challenges. Like, you know, like, whether it's, like, you forgot my battery for a shoot before. Like, just showed up, I'm like, oh, I don't have a battery, you know. <laughs> or, like, you go, go up there, and you're like, boom, you're swept, and, like, like 10 seconds you're like in a joke hold in 10 seconds you're like wait what happened you know it's like it's like um psalms once said like okay people think wrestling is like you shoot and you take the guy down it's like no wrestling is you shoot the guy defense and what happens after that that's wrestling you know and if you think about it that like that's like the troubles you have to go to create your art is what's going to make your art like worth it or what's going to make like you grow as an artist like you know what i mean i like that yeah so everyone when you get choked out in like 10 seconds or when like you know like get heel hooked in freaking five seconds or all that you have to lose so bad to know what it's like to make victory like worth it you know what i mean Mm -hmm. yeah yeah man that's i really like that a lot yeah that's one thing that i've been trying to teach myself too is just falling in love with losses 
Yeah. yeah, the more you fall in love with losses, the more you, you're able to handle those losses. Exactly. And you can handle that W. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So when that W does come, like, you're like, fuck, it means so much more. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you see a guy that just, like, always wins, like, I don't know who I can, like, John Jones. John Jones. Like, yeah. always, like, John Jones has probably never lost a round. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, the only fight he lost was just because, like, you Mark know, Campbell. yeah, he's yeah. like, oh, it hit me. Like, yeah. like, but, like, if you see John Jones in trouble, like, if you actually see him, like, it's like whenever, like, oh, Guffs and Sin, like that, that's like when you saw him in trouble, where he was like, fucking had a deep, deep, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Most people, that's like most champions, like, or like, I don't want to talk uh, bad, but the, the dude who cooled on the bench, like on the UFC fight. Oh, know, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I forgot his, his name. His, like Max or something. Max, uh. Yeah. But it's like, I just like, I feel like that guy is just like, he's never been in trouble. Like in the gym, he just smashes everyone. So like whenever you like, you start being in trouble and you're like, oh fuck, like that self-doubt creeps in, mm-hmm. like it takes over because it's never there, you know? And then once it's like, you get momentum, it's just like, boom, like, you know? But if you're constantly like, like putting yourself in trouble, whether it's artistically, whether you're just putting yourself out there, like podcast after podcast, like, you know? Like and when that self-doubt comes in, you're just like, oh, whatever. Like we've, we've been here before, you know what I mean? It's time to dig deep, so. For sure. Yeah, for sure. And, and the same thing with the with John Jones. One thing that I learned from him was the Gustafson fight, really, really close. But then that second fight, he annihilated. Oh, exactly. Every every opponent that he's gotten close to, his rematches, boom. Yeah. He, he learns. He yeah. adapts. He, he he learns his, his L's from those first fights. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or like annihilates the. How Adesanya said after Kevin Gaslam, like he has yeah. an even bigger confidence because like. Honestly, like, Kevin should have won that fight. Like, you know what I mean? That like, was a good Kevin fight. Kevin Gasson should have won that, that fight. That was a great fight. Like, he came back in the fifth. Like, if he hadn't won that 10-year round in the fifth, in the fifth round, mm-hmm. it was, like, it was up in the air. But, like, For he sure. made that. Like, he's like, no, I'm ready to die. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, when he's, yeah. he whispered that to himself. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like that's how, that's how you have to be with jujitsu even as silly as it is it's like oh this guy wants to like choke me out like he's gonna have to like if it's not like a bone on like because Kelly's not gonna break it like I'm just going to bed and, like I'm just like up before like oh man Joe Benavides did it in his last match dude like dude that rear naked choke was so deep and he just kept mm-hmm. fighting kept fighting until he actually went out like that's like what a true warrior is you know so yeah. just like not like I feel got so mad at myself because it was like a jaw jaw crank on like my last match and I was just like ah like I could probably like you know not eat for a couple of days and fight this so, like, <laughs> tap. and uh, I'm safe to say like I, I hate to say that I tapped you know but like it's just like I'm still trying to develop that of just like you know like I'm willing to die here you know yeah. that mentality mm-hmm. yeah that's true and well at least for me in the gym too like like for a jaw crank like I feel like there's a certain point where you just feel like, you know what, I have to tap. But you can't actually survive a little yeah. bit. But yeah, but um, speaking of jiu-jitsu, man, since, you, since you've been over at 10th Planet, how was the transition to Nogi? Or you started, since it was an MMA gym, you started at, were you already Nogi? Yeah, I started at Nogi. I okay. remember going to like, uh, I had a tournament and we had to compete Gi and Nogi just to like get more experience. I run up to a black book like, hey man, can you talk about belt for me? funny. Yeah, so I started off at Nogi, went to Gi, and now I'm in Nogi again. Um, I love it, dude. It's just like it's all about control. That's what I'm learning. Um, I remember when I like got my purple ball and I thought I was like hot shit, and then I just like went up against this purple ball and he just like tapped me like three times in a row. And then uh, Coach Casey comes up and he's like, "Hey, listen, 
difference between purple belt and brown belt is control. It's like you, everyone knows how to attack a purple belt. Okay, like you're you're badass. Okay, we get it. <laughs> but like you control the guy to make sure that he can't attack you. You know, because you can't control him. Like just going attack for attack for attack. You know, and like even when I was studying like last uh, couple weeks ago at the Sin City sub, mm-hmm. like the guys who won, like Keith Corian, uh, PJ Barsh. Like, all their matches, like, even when they lost control, it was just like, okay, I'm just going to get back to controlling as fast as possible, you know? Like, they weren't like, oh, I'm just going to shoot something out there. I hope mm-hmm. it works. It's like everything's calculated. Everything's, like, controlled. And that's really what I'm working on now. That's awesome. Yeah. That's all- Do you like uh, being back in Nogi? I love it. Yeah. I love it. I hate I hate the gi unless it's winter time and then the gi's nice. You know? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. yeah, but during the summertime it's it's rough. Yeah. Because, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Super, especially especially in uh, gyms like that, man. Yeah. It's just crazy. It gets hot. It That's gets crazy. hot. I do miss all the all the opportunities you get in the gi too, you know. It's like it's a little bit more not it's like just classier, a little bit more dignified, you know, like you can choke a guy out and not like really try. You can just be a hundred percent technique. Mm-hmm. When Nogi's just it's a dog fight, dude. Yeah. After you get sweaty and stuff like that. Yeah, technique is always gonna be there, but like like there's gonna be so many matches that like I'm just like, this is a dog fight, you know, I'm just gonna have to like control this guy or like, you know, yeah. like grind, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. I know uh every time I train no yeast and then I come back to the gi, I always think against somebody like, Man, if I, if you didn't have that grip, bro, it would be different. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And that's what I love about no geese, like it keeps you honest. Yeah. Like in gi you can just hold on to something and kinda like pretend you're like you're working on something but in no gi especially like when there's like money online or like mm. it's a finals match good luck giving a guy down if it's a finals match you know what For i sure. mean like he's always gonna keep trying to come up you know and right. that's, and, but that's also where like the, you like the catch lesson kind of like you catch him you know like you mm-hmm. set him up for something and you catch him and i feel like that's there's an element definitely of that in gi but like in no gi it's just so it's like cat and mouse you know like mm-hmm. you have to you don't get into an arm bar by just falling into an arm bar like right. you have to set that shit up like three or four moves ago and then like oh, okay i'll take the arm bar because you've like literally like you know blocked everything else or like you know that makes sense man i, I couldn't imagine doing uh no gi full-time and uh but I I do love Nogi a lot actually. Yeah. But um, Coach Casey, man, how I I, I met him at the Craig Jones seminar actually. Yeah. Really cool dude. Really yeah. down to earth dude. How has it been the, for you since you switched over? Oh, it's been great, dude. He uh, keeps me honest. Um, yeah. After that match, he was like, dude, "What the fuck was that, man?" He's like, <laughs> "What do you talk about control?" You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. After my loss, so like it's like I know everything that I'm doing to like. That I'm doing wrong, you know. It's just nice to like have someone else tell me, like, "Hey, man, stop fucking up on this," you know. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he's great for that. And uh, he and my game are now like they're like really similar, you really? know. His favorite choke is the head and arm choke. My favorite choke is the head and arm choke. Like, you know, like I've just picked up a lot of like his little his little games. So hopefully, I continue picking that up and uh, getting ready for our worlds. Oh man, that'd be dope. That'd be dope. Thanks, man. Um, is so you you think? Worlds is gonna be held in somewhere like Florida or Texas. Probably Florida. Florida. Yeah. Probably Florida. Maybe to I mean if it was in Texas, I love Texas dude, like they're gonna put you guys in a bubble in Florida. <laughs> 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 Whatever, nice. yeah. Pan Ams is gonna be like what this week or next yeah, week. Next yeah. Week, yeah. Man, I wish I was doing that, but like, you know, like it's okay, it's the geek. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to James, man. Yeah. Good luck out there too, man. He's, sure, gonna, he's be gonna be competing. He's gonna kill it. He's gonna kill it. He's gonna kill it. He's gonna he kill did. it. But man, I I can't see it going back to like a convention center or something like that for a while. Yeah, for a while. Yeah, dude. It's actually I don't know. COVID's the best thing that ever happened to me. Really? Like before COVID, I was like 
okay, I kind of want to, like, do jiu-jitsu, but, like, I mean, like, I have a regular job, so, like, like, you know, I'm like, I can't, like, do jiu-jitsu full-time, that would be crazy, like, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and then COVID happened, and then I started, like, doing jiu-jitsu, like, full-time, um, and I was like, this shit's awesome, like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, this is amazing, like, yeah, I can't yeah. believe people actually just train full-time, and, like, right. that's all they do, and then also before COVID, I was like, I mean, like, I have a regular job, I, I mean, I don't have to do photography and stuff full-time, and then COVID happened, and then I just, like, started doing photography and stuff full-time, I'm like, this is amazing, like, could you imagine, like, waking up training, then going to go like to do a photo shoot or a video shoot and then like going back to more training and I'm like dude that's that's life you know for me and that's like all I need to be happy you know mm-hmm. so it's just like open my eyes to like there's more than just like the nine to five or clocking in or working for someone else like sometimes it's so scary to go off on your own but like that's like that's where you're gonna see the most amount of growth so yeah with the I, actually what I wanted to ask you that I'm glad you brought that up too so you trained pretty much the whole time during quarantine yeah it was uh no secret garage jujitsu <laughs> for the full first month it was so funny man i was like all depressed and stuff i couldn't train you know what i mean i was ordering doordash twice a day sometimes you know, <laughs> waking off the couch i gained like 20 pounds me too, um, <laughs> too. covid 19 dude right yeah. here and then um my buddies like honestly like kind of saved my life because he was like hey man training in the garage and every day and like I was in the garage training and then every it was like for the first like month it was fat Joe I was like damn Tolu you're so fat (laughs) 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 yeah what do you eat but like I uh, hopefully I'm still losing all that weight back but like it's just like it's been great like it's just like after that I was like I want to like jujitsu is such a like huge part of my life that I take for granted and like it like chases away all the demons like keeps me sane I'm like I just like want to like this to so many other people you know yeah, yeah. for sure same for sure same and uh so qu- with quarantine uh during training man how was how was it dealing with quarantine when for for us man it was fucking tough bro was it? Yeah. like mentally was uh, did you go through any ups and downs during oh quarantine? yeah dude i got like super depressed especially not being able to do jujitsu uh not being able to shoot anything you know because yeah. like when quarantine started i was like oh man like, I was low-key freaking out. Yeah, and then, I don't want to like, go nowhere. <laughs> I know, right? I didn't want to go to the store. Mm-hmm. And then, like, after a while, I was just like, dude, like, life's going to happen. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, you got to keep living it. And mm-hmm. so, that's right, my theme. I'm just like, I don't know, always going to try and live, like, like we're in a pandemic even when we're not, you know? Because yeah. I feel like that's when you really, like, appreciate, like, appreciate, like, the little things. Yeah. Right, yeah. that's right. That's so true. Yeah, my pandemic got... My, my shop never closed down so I was working the whole entire time so I didn't get the the normal like yeah, yeah. Like, this, like you were saying he was putting on 20 pounds I lost no, I, I put like 40 bro do you really? Yeah. yeah I was competing at 170 when I yeah. came back into this gym I was 220 <laughs> <laughs> that yeah bro it's <laughs> fucking Burger King bro <laughs> as soon as he touches rice he's just in front <laughs> and the, the most the most common I get here like, like with the Especially when I'm going for leg attacks and stuff, people say back to me, Your leg is heavy, man. That a fat joke? Always a fat joke, man. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> but uh but man, it's I've been off since quarantine, so yeah. things like um like uh, the podcast, things like that has kept me sane and also made me realize what I wanted to do more like I've been trying to put out funny videos yeah, things like that videos, appreciate bro. that so bro. Funny. appreciate that <laughs> just trying to you know do different stuff stuff that I would actually wanted to get paid for you know yeah that's what COVID I feel like that's what opened up everyone's eyes right like, sure. if I didn't like have to work for like you know what I mean 
for like as a regular job, what would I do? Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If I didn't have to work a regular job, what would I do? Like, yeah. Hell yeah. I think that's the beautiful thing about this COVID thing was you actually got to see people actually create from scratch because everything else was already pretty much manufactured. Like even with social media and stuff, that's one reason why we built this because you go on Worldstar, you go on on, um, Shade Room and it's all people just chasing clout. Now people are actually creating to create and they're living out dreams and stuff and it's been beautiful to see it. Just just like like, uh, Christian here. Like you said, during pandemic, he bought all this stuff, and yeah. and thank God we've been able to collab and stuff. But it's just been able to see people's passion and start creating and keep them insane, exactly. or keep them sane. You exactly. Know? Yeah. yeah, I feel like you definitely have to create for yourself. Does not can't be like oh like what are people gonna like? It's like mm-hmm. what is gonna push me and like what's gonna make me better? Like, mm-hmm. What am I gonna be like proud of? Like you know? Yeah. Yeah. Because I know for me, as soon as I upload, like dude, well I'm creating a video. I'm like this is sick. This is amazing. Ah, I finish it. I click like export and I put it on freaking Instagram. I'm like this, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Every time, dude. Every I'm time, just like, yeah. why is that? Like you know? It's, I feel like it's just like you like it's your brain trying to not keep you like stagnant you know, yeah. you know after every video it's got to be better you know for yeah. sure you know? well you know what's funny is like with our podcast is some of the posts that we'll put up i'm like man this is a shitty post man no one's gonna like it and these get the most love but then once we put the energy in they're like oh man nobody like this was good <laughs> oh, i thought this was hilarious shown it to your family members this is funny right <laughs> right, right some of my favorite pictures after i took them i'm like it's all right and now like yeah, i look at them and they grow on me and I'm like man this is awesome and people are like man that's a great picture and like after I took it I'm like yeah like you know it's whatever like, yeah. <laughs> that's so true yeah. man that's so true so um I did want to touch on a couple uh nerd topics I don't know if you're into comic books at all or stuff like that a little bit a little bit yeah, a little bit okay yeah we're pretty big um, nerds okay big, big nerds big comic book nerds <laughs> don't tell them about it <laughs> well, except for everybody <laughs> but um man uh uh, Kamala Khan, uh, which is uh, Miss Marvel, was casted. I'm glad they chose a mm-hmm. Middle Eastern mm-hmm. person to play her as well. What do you think about the cast? Just, just, just in general. I, I didn't get to see the the person that they casted, but just people of that race being casted for that race. And that's all we've been asking for, you know? Right. Uh, I mean, do you watch any of the Marvel movies, the uh, MCU movies? Uh, yeah, I mean, I've watched all of them, basically. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, I miss, like, I think I miss Miss Marvel. For or, sure. Like, Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. Yeah, right. I miss Captain Marvel. But other than that, that's why everything else. Right. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I that's amazing. I love that. Yeah. yeah. It's like it's like being Black Panther again, you know? Right, exactly. Right, right, right. like, so, Miss Marvel, the one that, that he's talking about, is, is about a Pakistani girl, yeah. right? And she lives in New York, in Brooklyn. She She's such a big fan of Captain Marvel, the yeah. one that they just made a movie about. Uh-huh. And she pretty much allows her to be... She becomes a mutant, right? Yeah, she's a mutant. Yeah, she's a mutant. Or was it the inhuman? She's an inhuman, right? No. She's an inhuman, I think. Okay, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Don't so, correct us. Correct us. Comments, comments Fact get, check someone. Yeah, yeah, please, please. <laughs> comments get crazy, but it, it was just showing a colored person of New York being inspired by someone else. And same thing with Miles Morales with the whole Spider-Man thing. Yeah. And oh, now okay. we're actually getting people casted for those right roles. And yeah. It's been pretty for sure, for sure. So I'll make sure you, you catch up. Oh, yeah, man. definitely. Yeah. If they need a second Black Panther, I'm it. Oh, man. I, I don't know how they're going to be able to do that. Yeah, that's going to be I'm a tough sure. one. That's going to be tough. Yeah. Sure. I mean, coming from Nigeria, from your perspective, how big was Black Panther's 
impact on on, on you and and everyone in that Man, area. I just so feel like, like I don't know if I would say the closest I felt was also when I like saw Israel as on your way in the belt. Right. Oh, that's like someone that looks like me. That's where I'm from. Where I'm from. Like he's like he's doing it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And like. I don't know, before that, like, no one watched UFC. Like, mm-hmm. now, like, you can see every freaking, in all his comments, it's just, like, a bunch of freaking, a bunch of African people. Night job boy. <laughs> like, because they feel so represented. And then yeah, I feel like right. the same thing with Black Panther. Like, I just, like, people want to see people who look like them and mm-hmm. play a superhero. Yeah. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? That looks amazing. Like, I don't know, but when I, like, so was reading comic books like most of them were just like white guys or yeah. like white chicks or mm-hmm. I mean you got like the black green lantern once in a while which yeah. is pretty cool Jonathan like, Stewart yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah but it's just cool to just see more representation because that's like what we need it's just we just need everyone to be represented yeah right. absolutely I know I felt proud when we got Aquaman I don't know <laughs> he's not even he's not even not even calling me do you guys still hold um, what's his name Kamar Usman Kamar Usman the same as Adesanya I feel like Adesanya is a little bit more like flashy and mm, he's like sure. he actually lived in Nigeria I'm, I mean I think Kamar like, don't quote me on this Kamar yeah. is actually like lived in Nigeria but I feel like he's just a little bit more like whitewashed for mm-hmm. sure you know what I mean like sure. like Adesanya like walks out to the freaking Nigerian songs mm-hmm. and like he like postrates in front of his dad and he speaks in like Yoruba when he's like wins you know yeah uh, but when he beat Acosta he said what's happening Kiloshela like, like, oh, I was like oh yeah like I'm like I know what that means right. like you know yeah, it's so too. cool like I feel like he's just so in touch with his roots even though he grew up in New Zealand like that's just so cool to see and then you like as soon as he won the belt he went back to fucking Nigeria like I just don't see Kamara who's been doing all that. Like, sure. You know what I mean? I'm, maybe he has behind the scenes and he just doesn't like, like you know, blast it. But right. it seems like like Adesanya is just like all about that. Like, yeah, sure. Which is cool to see. That's one that doesn't forget where he comes from. You know? Yeah. See, we were the same way with with, with uh, Tua Tagovailoa, the quarterback, yeah. uh, compared to Marcus Mariota. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Marcus, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I Good luck, Chris. <laughs> I mean, we were the same way with BJ Penn. Yeah. <laughs> and Facts. now the bars are beating him. <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding, BJ. Oh, if you see this, I'm sorry. It's okay, Uncle. We still love you. It's a real joke. joke. You should have beat GSP at least once. Jeez. It wasn't oil. I'm just playing. But um, also in uh, Marvel, they, they announced today that um, Jamie Foxx is going to be. <laughs> It's gonna be Electro again. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You hate it. You hate it so I did, much. I you didn't like it, so it. I didn't like it on the first one. Yeah. Ah, I didn't. I didn't like it either. But like I said, all the comic book movies before Disney and Marvel actually got to do their own are way better. So especially with someone like Jamie Foxx who like throws himself into roles. He'll do it better this time. I can't wait to see him as Mike Tyson. Oh my gosh, that's um, what I was gonna you know? say. That's gonna be amazing. I can't wait. He looks just like him. Well, I mean, he only had like the little picture of the yeah. silhouette, but yeah. he looks like Mike. He played amazing Ali. Like, mm-hmm. oh, that was Will Smith, Will Smith right? but Will yeah, Smith. yeah, yeah, same guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, Ray. I'm thinking about Ray. He killed it in Ray. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, he damn, did. like yeah. you know. He yeah. kills it in every movie, yeah, to be honest, yeah. So talented. Yeah. And his voice, the way he can sound like them too, man, mm-hmm. is freaking nuts. It's, it's kind of, like, scary. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, bro, do you, like, go home when you, like, go to bed as Mike Tyson? You <laughs> yeah. Are you a chameleon? <laughs> <laughs> freaking weird, bro. Yeah. Um, as, and one more thing I wanted to ask you, too, with, uh, since we're on the Marvel topic, who would you fan cast as Miles Morales? 
Oh, Chowder's going to be, you know. Gotta be. Gotta be. Gotta be, bro. Gotta be. Who else? Gotta be. If they did a young one, though, like a in young high guy. school. High school. Shoot. Oh, that's a tough one. That is a tough one, man. Have you guys ever seen the movie Dope? Mm-hmm. Yes. He was already the voice of Miles Morales. He's just oh, too yeah. old now, though. Now he is, but if they would have done it at that time period when he was yeah. doing dope, yeah. I think he would have been Great actor. Perfect. Seriously. Yeah. Great actor. Yeah. Yeah. And who would it be, though, like right now? Ah, oh, man. Who's up and coming? I've seen that kid. Um, have you ever seen the show Blackish before? No, I don't know. He's the, the youngest son there. He dressed up in the Miles Morales costume and tagged Marvel. Mm-hmm. He looked pretty dope in it, to be yeah. honest with you. Yeah. So I was like, ah, maybe him. But, um, man, I don't know. That's tough. Especially to try to touch on the Spanish roots, too. For sure. That's tough. For Very sure. true, yeah. But I would love to see that as a movie. That would be sick. I, I love that. The freaking animated oh, dude mm-hmm. like the storyline man I'm just like man there's so much character growth dude yeah, yeah for sure amazing it's better than all the Spider-Mans ever seriously <laughs> like yes. all the visual effects that they include in that movie amazing. just crazy and the soundtrack like mm-hmm. yeah it's just like you know, yeah. my kids favorite movie favorite soundtrack yeah, yeah. for sure for sure um uh, and the video game coming out too the Miles yeah. Morales video game oh shoot I'm on that oh, dude I'm yeah. so excited I'm so excited <laughs> Yeah. But um, let's leave out a Marvel kick. Actually, uh, we have this segment uh, I wanted to throw at you called the uh, Not So Rapid Rapid Fire Questions. <laughs> so uh, these are for you. It's, uh, we call it Not So Rapid because they are kind of long questions. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> so answer it how you, how you feel. Okay. Uh, first one's first is what was your first job? First job, I was a freaking soccer referee. Really? Oh, that was terrible. <laughs> I was terrible at it. So apparently, like when like the the people are behind, there are fifty. Like you know, in the past, of the ball to their like their own guy. And if he's behind their own fifty, it's not like go, was it goaltending? Yeah. And I yeah. called it like, and this was like twelve year old soccer, and like, I was like goaltending. The kid is like, you fucking kidding? Yeah, I got my face about it, dude. He was not happy. Yeah. Oh, so, shit. Yeah, so, like, what was my my price? hour <laughs> that's hilarious <laughs> oh man so now that you're in photography is was the, is that your dream job now or what is your dream job uh, I want to make content like you know for businesses for like you know I want to team up with like you know like social media like you know companies and stuff like I just like want to create content like that's awesome you know, do product videos hell yeah that's a lot of money there too yeah. <laughs> a lot yeah. of money there for sure yeah. So, uh, do you have any hidden talents? Uh, I sing and play guitar. What? Yeah. Beast too. What? Beast too. <laughs> what kind of music are you into? Uh, everything. Everything? Like, from, like reggae to like, you know, alternative. And, yeah, just anything that gets me into my feels, you know? Damn. That latest <laughs> one you posted, bro, was fucking fire. Thanks, bro. Shout out to my man Rudy that filmed it. He's awesome. Another uh, talented video guy, too. Was that downtown? Yeah, that was downtown. We woke up at like 6 in the morning, dude. Yeah, and to go film that, and then a homeless guy came up to me. He's like, "Yo, you know how to play human nature?" <laughs> 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 it was awesome. It was uh, definitely one of the kind of experiences. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Dude, that, that, go if you're gonna go follow him now. Go follow him and go check that video out. It is I cool. Gotta go check it out. Thank you. Cool. So and he has he had a downtown experience too. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, all right. Since we love superheroes, who's your favorite superhero? Oh, favorite superhero. Probably Batman. Ooh, nice. A little dark, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, by the way, what's that guy that's gonna be playing Batman? Oh, uh, the trailers Robin too? Patterson. Oh my goodness, oh. bro. That's like that's how I've always imagined 
Batman to be like just yeah. kind of dark, kind of weird, like you know, yeah. greedy. Like, yeah, yeah, super yeah. greedy. Yeah, exactly. The only thing I didn't Vengeance. like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I didn't like him, uh, him without the suit. Yeah, no, he looks just like uh, he looked emo. Yeah, well, he, he just looked, looked like emo. the Twilight. Movies. He looked like the Twilight guy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I feel like he. After this movie, we're gonna remember him as Batman, not the Twilight guy. Yeah, hopefully, so. hopefully, I hope yeah. so. Hopefully, is it this Twilight playing Batman? Oh uh, yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I heard Tenet is really good. I really want to watch that. What's that? With uh, Robert Pattinson and um, uh, the dude that's uh, from uh, Ballers, who's basically Antonio Brown in there. Oh, oh, okay. You What's his name? Uh, it's it's made by Christopher Nolan actually too, which is crazy. Oh, it just came uh, out, didn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard really good reviews of it. So it's funny that Batman is in a movie that's directed by the old Batman director. Yeah. That's wow. Yeah, that's that pretty cool. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so if you had a superpower, what would that power be? Ooh, that's a good one. Okay, either teleportation mm-hmm. or invisibility mm. or flying. Same time, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Invisibility is a weird one. Just it because is. you got to be butt naked everywhere. You know, yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. That's true. And, like, you can't really steal anything because where you're going to hide it. Like, right. Yeah, that's so true. If I had, like, an invisible cloak, maybe, <laughs> there, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but definitely I would probably just fly because, like, I hate traffic. I hate, like, Thanks. you know, yeah. I'm teleporting. I just want to not be late to, like, all my appointments. Right. <laughs> that's... Same. Same. Yeah, help so much with this. Yeah, I would. I would love to be not late in life. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude! I'm getting to the point where I'm like on top of it, but sometimes I'm just like, oh, come yeah. on, man. <laughs> I guess I fall in love with else. Oh well. All right. Um, do you have a, an embarrassing story you could share with us? Ooh. Oh man, you guys put me on the. Whole <laughs> uh, we had a lot of poop stories. Yeah, a lot of poop stories. Poop surprisingly, poop stories. Yeah, <laughs> uh, shoot, embarrassing story. Dang, I don't even know. Um, uh, there's so many. Yeah. <laughs> Where do we start? Um, Oh, okay. Uh, first wrestling match ever in high school. Uh, this was before I got LASIK. I'm like legally blind without my glasses or without my LASIK. So I can't even see the scoreboard, right? <laughs> and it's like my first wrestling, like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, you know, I'm like, okay, I got to take this guy down. Go in. But I don't know how points work. I'm still trying to figure it out. And like it's at like 30 seconds left. And I'm hearing my, my uh, like everyone on my team's like, shoot! need a shoe and I look over and I'm like I'm up a point why do I need a shoe like, you know, like they're crazy right so I'm just like okay let's just stall let's just stall my coach comes like what the fuck were you doing you were down a point the whole time and I'm like oh what I was down a point like, I thought I, <laughs> yeah, I thought I was up a point oh, that's right. oh, yeah. 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 yeah yeah that's hilarious bro. one of my many embarrassing wrestling stories <laughs> we, we got a lot of poop accidents actually <laughs> yeah. So, uh, do you have a favorite food? Oh, man. Uh, food is just so good. Mm-hmm. I love, like, fried plantains. I've been, like, oh, fried plantains lately. Yeah. Oh, yeah, especially in some, like, condensed coconut milk. Oh, yeah. yeah. So good. Yeah, okay, I'm dude, not the best ones I've ever had. <laughs> How dare you? best one is twice fried plantains. So, they fry them, they smash them, and they make, like, a little patty out of them. Mm-hmm. Fry them again, and they make it like a sandwich. Mm-hmm. The plantains are the patties, like... Ugh, yeah. Damn. Delicious. Okay, I tried that. The coconut milk, not too yeah. much. What? Bro, it's so good. Yeah. It's so good. You're disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> the coconut milk is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, freaking, what's his name? I think it's this uh, Pops. It's Pops. Actually- that's yeah. I play. They put some coconut. Oh, oh it's so delicious. Oh, the sandwich place? Yeah. yeah. They have 
the yeah, best. Get their, get their plantains is so amazing. So amazing. I always just get the pulled pork there. Which is already very good. Yeah, their pulled pork is good. you go to a Philly steak sandwich shop and pulled pork? How dare you, bro? It's actually pretty good. It's really good. Thank you. It's pretty delicious. Their pastrami is good, too. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Shout out to Pops. We need a sponsorship. We're going to hit you up for the plantains, too. Yeah, for real. Maybe we'll do an episode in front of your place. For real. So, do you have... Are you into sports at all? Um, just mainly jujitsu and MMA. Okay. Yeah. Is there any um, uh, jujitsu players or MMA players that you follow heavily? Uh, yeah, definitely. I'm a big fan of um, like JT Torres, mm. Gordon Ryan, Craig, uh, Craig Jones. Um, actually got to meet him. It was awesome, kind of surreal. I love his technique. Um, we don't have like the same body type, but I just like like his game so much because mm-hmm. it's like passing the leg locks back to pass and back to leg locks so which is what I always try to like emulate so yeah that's awesome he got him to sign his DVD too I did, did. Yeah, I did. Yeah, it's gonna be worth a lot of money one day yeah. for sure shout out to Craig <laughs> I think in his uh, newest interview for WNO he said uh I'm the most famous, least uh, yeah, least accomplished least, famous grappler, which is yeah, so true. Is like so you true. know, it's so funny. Man, his his videos are hilarious. They too. are, like, bro. yeah. Like yeah. when he's uh, this newest one with the CBD is fucking funny, yeah. bro. Yeah. <laughs> it's just ass cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Marcelo Garcia, I love love Marcelo. I actually got to meet him when I went to New York to train. That guy is like the nicest dude I've ever met. Damn. Yeah, so I went in for a handshake, and he went in for a handshake, and I like got the fingertips he's like oh I'm so sorry I'm like bro it's your fucking gym dude like you can kick me out if you wanted to I should be a little saying sorry you know Damn. nicest that's guy cool. ever yeah and that just shows you at the highest level how humble they really are yeah seriously yeah, yeah. that is crazy yeah um alright so uh do you have a favorite quote you live by uh if you're gonna try it go all the way mm, yeah. I like that I like that. like that that's like the full quote says basically like don't even start if you're not gonna do that cause For like sure. I don't know if like the like that's the one thing about like MMA like that's so rough for boxing it's like when Mike Tyson told his son his son was like I'm thinking about doing boxing it's like don't do it bro mm-hmm. it's like I did boxing so you wouldn't have to and like you're gonna have some kid like me that's like like he's in this all the way like there is no plan B like he's right. like starving like if he doesn't like win this fight he doesn't eat like you know and then like versus you and like giving everything your whole life you know like like that kid is obviously gonna like want it more you know mm-hmm. so I've just always tried to like like, whatever I do, like, now, like, I just always try to go all the way. Like, you know, like, where at that point, I'm just like, bro, I don't know if I can, like, do anymore. I'm like, this is, like, we're just getting started, you know? And I feel like that's always helped, like, with jujitsu, with photography. Like, I've just, like, just jump in with little feet and I'm like, I'll figure it out. Like, but I gotta, like, commit because this is what I want to you know? Go all in. Yeah. yeah. Just go all in. I love that. Sure. Yeah. I love that. Uh, do you have a favorite movie? Oh, favorite movie? Um, the Peanut Butter Falcon. What's his name? The guy from Transformers. Shia LaBeouf. Uh, Shia LaBeouf. Bro. Oh what? man, he's be, one of my favorites. Might be the best movie of 2020, honestly. What? Yeah. Peanut Butter Falcon. Peanut Butter Falcon. Okay. Bro. Where can we find it though? Uh, sorry. Is this on like Netflix? Yeah, or? I think it's yeah, it's on Netflix. Too. Yeah. I was oh, laughing. Shit. I was crying. It was. What? It was amazing, dude. It was really okay. cool. It was really cool. It was about this uh, boy with special needs and like his goal to like get out of like this like uh, nursing homes like prison that they keep him in. Mm-hmm. And I used to work with kids with special needs, and it's just like it's really cool though. Like it's like it's amazing, and like, they both have so much character growth. Like everyone in that that's like one thing I'm big about is like just watching someone in the span of two hours. Like you're like oh you connect with this person, mm-hmm. and then you're, like 
So it's, it was an amazing movie. Really, like, I just watched it and I was like, ah, I don't know what to expect. And now, like, <laughs> like I quote this, uh, I quote this quote from the movie all the time, where it's like, we're all, I'm gonna die. It's like we're all gonna die. It's only a matter of time, you know. So yeah. it's so true. Like, you know, like we're all gonna die, but it's like what you do between the then and now, you know, or now yeah. and then that matters. Yeah. So Take check it out. Finish. I recommend. Like, yeah. I'm yeah. definitely gonna watch it tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Peanut butter falcon. <laughs> all right. Um, if you could reboot any role. What role would you choose? Ooh, like any like movie? Or yeah, role? any movie bro, role. Bro, Demolition Man. Oh, guys, Demolition most Man. most underrated movie ever. Right. Like you know what I mean? I would be Wesley Snipes. And we'll find <laughs> Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, that's I lo- I still watch that movie to this day. Like really, it's such an amazing. Like they set in like 2012. Mm-hmm. Like it's so funny. They're on Facetime. It's so crazy how close to like freaking the truth they got. Like, Damn. About, and it's like if you watch it, the society like oh they're eventually like you can't even say anything mean or say curse words and like we're just like going towards that like right, cancel yeah. culture and stuff like that for too. sure like, oh like I don't know what to say like it's just like they hit the nail on the head so much you know that's almost great yeah. man that's a good one that's a good choice <laughs> it's All like right. someone watched that movie and then started making policies for us seriously dude. <laughs> yeah they have FaceTime they have electric cars in there like that's it's, crazy it's like <laughs> who wow. wrote this wow yeah, so it right. holds up yeah yeah wow that's dope yeah. wow man that's awesome um, so, uh, do you have any impressions that you do? Oh man, um, maybe my Brazilian impression. Let's hear it. Let's hear. Okay, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Today for class. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's about it. That's perfect. <laughs> that's perfect. Oh, bro, we gotta get you to do that versus Hanash Laranja. Laranja. He's Too actually funny. a tenth bunny guy too, right? Uh, I don't know. Is he? I- I could have sworn he trained under um, Eddie. Eddie, yeah, I know he and Eddie like they they go way back, but I know I've seen him in Gee too. Yes. So, oh, yeah. I yeah. think his character just in Gee though. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, give us your favorite submission. Uh, I love the head and arm choke, mm. um, and I love to set it up so, like where I take their back and let them get out of the back escape, and I'm just like you know scoop it real quick, or like I'm going cross body and I hop around. Uh, but other than the head and arm choke. Uh, messing with the guillotine lately like that and then like this one that I hit on everyone that no one seems to like especially with Nogi because it's such a gay move it's the baseball choke so let them chill inside control and I just like come here with Nogi and like everyone sees it coming but like they like they're just like ah like you know it's not like, gonna go yeah <laughs> just, like, just like oh, it's not gonna and then just keep squeezing it's like that war of attrition so and then you know like the footlocks I love footlocks so yeah really good with them too yeah. <laughs> really good with them thank you thank you um Okay, and uh, for quarantine, did you have an uh, like a quarantine favorite show that you watched during? Oh, shit, what didn't I watch during quarantine? <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, um, during quarantine, got into uh, Avatar, uh, Legend of Korra. Oh, nice. I've been wanting to that? watch it. It's so cool. It's like 100 years after like Avatar The Last Airbender, mm-hmm. and like they have like planes and cars and technology now. It's pretty cool. It's like the industrial age of like, you know, nice. like, but they still have all their fire bending, and it's like this like technology is trying to overcome like you know like the it's pretty cool dang yeah I've heard a lot of people argue that it's better than than uh what's his name yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. well I feel like the last year in better was just like so slow like it's just Mm -hmm. like it's just like you have to like all like 
gotta meet the fire lord and yeah. like you know when's it gonna happen you know yeah. but this one just like right from the start just like boom 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 yeah. it's cool it's awesome one of my homies online it like really goes hard like Cora would beat what she's like she's like the opposite of Annie Annie was like all laid back chill she's like at first think later she's fucking like yeah she's just ready to go she's like fire you know I saw the very first episode because my my kids love uh, Avatar. My yeah. daughter, she's a big fan of Korra, but yeah. I just I haven't gotten into it. But you can see you can see like that dynamic where she is a lot more aggressive. I saw, um, I think I'm pretty sure it's the first episode uh, where she beats all the cops' ass when they're jumping down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah, it's, it's dope, Damn. bro. And they have like this big old metal blip or whatever. And yeah, the police force comes down. They're all metal benders. Yeah, they're all metal benders, and they have like metal out of their freaking thing. Yeah, like, bro, it's so it's cool. Dope. They have like oh, this like metal, yeah. and they can like swing. And she has like this big old dog. It's kind of like her uh, upper, but yeah, it, yeah. But it's, it's like, like a, a snow leopard slash yeah. bear slash. Yeah. Damn! All right, I'm checking. Peanut butter falcon and legend core. Yeah, cool. All right, so our very last question. Not so rapid, rapid fire questions. Uh, what is the one thing you took from quarantine? Um, definitely the one thing I took is no more zero days. So just no zero days. Uh, don't just let the whole day go by watching TV or just like, you know, I can be super lazy. I can just lay there and like, just like, okay, next episode from Netflix, <laughs> next episode on Netflix, you know. But it's all about like, um, there's this guy on YouTube. Uh, it said for every hour of entertainment you watch, try to do an hour of learning too. So that's like, it's a really good the general rule of thumb that I use. It's just always try to learn. Like even if it's just like a YouTube video or just like read a book or like you know a magazine cut out, like whatever way you can get information to your brain that wasn't previously there before, like do it. Oh yeah, that's that's really good, man. Especially yeah, like like we were saying, I, I just get lazy, especially in quarantine. I spend hours like after, like I said after twelve o'clock if I'm still in, still chilling playing video games. <laughs> I might as well wait till the next day. <laughs> <laughs> we already lost a day, bro. Yeah, yeah, might as well. Whereas Mario says, shout out to Mario, might, might as well. well. <laughs> I'm, uh, I, I've been just trying to read books. Just, yeah. just get back into reading books. There's this uh, new book I've been reading. It's uh, Move Your Bus, which I think you should read. It's it's good for leadership and managerial roles type thing. And, and uh, um, what's that other one? Um, it's Charlemagne's... The Brilliant Idiots. Oh, um, I know his book. I think it's Black Excellence. Okay. Yeah, that, that's one of my favorite ones. Nice. I got an audio book. Nice. Cheated a little bit, but yeah. No, no, that's not cheated at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just books in general. Heck yeah. yeah. Did yeah. you pick up any books during quarantine? Yeah, I broke, uh, picked up Still Like an Artist. It's an amazing one by, I think, Austin Clean. Uh, talks about how like no idea is original like if you think it's original it's just because you don't know who they stole it from or they stole it from a bunch of different people like mm-hmm. for sure so don't feel like you're a fraud if you're like gonna steal something because like everyone steals and then uh i just finished can't hurt me by david goggins oh nice that was awesome that dude yeah and if you want to feel like a little bitch just <laughs> yeah, for sure. dude. stay hard <laughs> <laughs> yeah man he's the goat bro yeah he's awesome is he out here I think so. I, I think saw him running. Here. I saw him running one time, bro. Really? I was going on a motorcycle ride with my buddy, and we saw this black dude running, and this car following him. And we were, went by too fast, and he stopped. He's like, "Was that David Goggins?" And I'm like, "Yeah." I was like, "You want to go back?" I'm like, "I don't want to like interrupt his like flow." You yeah, know what I mean? yeah. We probably cuss you out. <laughs> yeah. Man, you guys make me feel like a failure. You guys read some really good books. I'm, I, I freaking read. Um, what is that book called? Um, uh, uh, Wizenard. Oh, no. <laughs> Wizenard. It's a fiction book that Kobe wrote. That's um, cool. Yeah. 
And uh, I also re-read re- re- um, Artemis Fowl. Hey, I loved you. That was my shit back in the day, bro. That was my... Oh, I love that. Did you that. guys watch the, the show or the movie on, I, on Disney Plus? There's a movie? Yeah, there's I a movie. So. It just came out in um, June. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's on Disney It was Plus. supposed to go to theaters, but quarantine happened, so of they course. put it straight. Yeah. Dude, when I was reading that book, I was like, why isn't there a movie on this? Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was, yeah, back in like sixth or seventh grade, that was like my shit. Dude. Yeah, bro. They had like multiple books, too. Yep. Right? I got the first, I, re- I bought the first three. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. So I've been just sitting here reading fiction while you guys are reading <laughs> inspiration. <laughs> That's good, though. You need like to switch off, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, I, I'm about to hit 30 next year. I'm like, I figure I might as well start reading again. Right. Yeah. I'll make a call. Right. So, uh, man, I really want to thank you and appreciate you coming on. Man. Of course. It's yeah. been Thanks awesome. I, we need to have you again. Oh, yeah, for sure. You. Dude, you've been inspirational. I would love to have a jam session, especially now that... We now need to have the music. jam session. Definitely, I see you guys are on your music things, too. Yeah, yeah for real. We got you. We have to. We have to. Hell, yeah. That would be awesome. So, if you could, uh, share your handle one more time for the listeners. Of listener. course. Uh, Tolu BJJ, T-O-L-U-B-J-J. And then my uh, film one is Films. Awesome. And is there anything you want to plug, like your your website for your prints or anything uh, like that? Yeah, my website is www.tabfilms.biz. .com was already taken, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, and then uh, you can go to Crown Stills, too, for my photography stuff. Uh, yeah, if you guys want to buy any prints or anything, I'd love to, like, you know, hook you guys up. And I just love creating, too. So if you guys want, want to create something. Hell yeah. Awesome. Hell yeah. Awesome. Thank you again. This is your host, Monix. DJ. Totally. And we out. Peace. Thanks, guys.